know you thought you couldn't hear me, but you can hear me. And we are live on Professor Bats and Friends. Here we go. Welcome to the ship. tell you what it is good to be here on a taco tuesday tony you live true with the taco tuesday i did i did we had some good tacos uh this evening buddy it is good to see your face it is good to see your face and it's good to be seen and the gen xers are here first they are they are hey you guys glad y'all y'all are here joining us we have a banner show tonight we have a good show it's going to be a good show heck yeah Man, how's your week going? Oh, buddy, it's been busy. Uh, last couple of weeks, it's just been nonstop, it seems like, working Let on the Let me guess. Jeep. Let me guess. You're a Jeep owner, so I know that you have been working on the Jeep. I, I have. That's just a given. I have, yeah. In order to own a Jeep, you got to be a Jeep mechanic. So yeah, yeah. What you been doing? Yeah, yeah. She, so, you know, just catching up on some maintenance. We had some uh, axle seals in the front that had to be replaced, and some spider gears in the back, you know, old changes, all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, it's just been, you know, a little bit at a time in the last couple of weeks getting that done. Yeah. Um, lots of stuff. Uh, Arla and Misty, you know, since they started the uh, the the Rebel yeah. Rally, yeah. all that stuff. We've had packages and all kinds yeah. of support coming in, so it's been really exciting. Incredible. Incredible. We love yes. the support uh, yes. from the people and from the manufacturers that are saying yes. stuff to them. We, we love that. So that's pretty cool. Experience in Arkansas. Thank you for being on here. We're excited that everybody is going to join us tonight for the show. We got a few people watching in. Uh, man, that's always cool to see people on there. Well, I had, uh, it was kind of an up and down weekend. Uh, you might say I had to work a little bit um, up and down. Yeah, I worked a uh, half marathon. So I got to tell you by experience at working this half marathon. So oh, here I am. Um, my patrol car is sitting in the middle of an intersection and I'm letting all these runners go by. <laughs> and first of all, this family pulls up with all these signs and stuff. And uh, they get up there and they're cheering for their daughter, their sister or whatever. You know, there's like seven of them pile out of this SUV and they go over there and they, they want to cheer on this girl. They're waiting for her to come. Well, the dad, they walk over and I say, hey, y'all can go over there and stand by my patrol car. And that way y'all can see them coming and they'll just run right by you. And they're like, oh, man, that'd be awesome. So they went over there and they had their signs up. You know, they were, woohoo, y'all are doing great. You know, every time they ran by, well, the dad got tired of waiting and he walks over and sits down on the front bumper of my patrol car. <laughs> and he just sits there with the light, blue lights going and everything. And I, I thought, boy, he just made himself at home. Uh, so that was pretty, that was pretty funny. But the funniest thing that happened to me was right at the end, this old man, he was probably 70 something years old and he runs by, he's got on sweatpants and a wife beater and he has got a 40 ounce PBR in his hand. Oh, <laughs> he no. with he oh. is warming up for the race, public <laughs> intoxication at its best. It was great. I just loved it. Waved to him. I said, man, truck on, truck on brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. I love that. But anyway, I had to work that morning. I was able to get out and do some uh, hiking Saturday afternoon. Um, during the day, I actually went to Woolly Hollow State Park. Uh, that's I've just north heard of, of it. When I was a little kid, we used to go there before it was ever a state park. It was just like a, it was just like a random, I don't even know if it was a city park back then, but they had like paddle boats and different things I had a little lake there that you could go to but i had no idea the extensive hiking trails that they had and i did one that was like three and a half miles and then i did a couple other ones they got a beautiful little cabin there so i got to experience that 
Uh, that was really neat. Saturday night went to watch the Wampus Cats get the tar beat out of them by Bryant in football. You know, oh. that's, that's kind of the way it goes. Um, look at there. I don't know which one of you is on here with the day we make, but uh, thank you for being over here. Oh, look here. I guess that's Misty because there is Feral Joe. There's Feral thank Joe. You. Thank you, Joe, yeah. for being on here and watching. We were just talking about uh, Misty and Arla uh, with the new Rebel Rally stuff and uh, want everybody to encourage to get them to get out and and uh, support them. They actually have a way that you can donate. They have to raise a ton of money to uh, yes. this Rebel Rally, so get out there and support them. But, man, Joe, I miss you, buddy. I miss you. I hope uh, Ohio is everything that you thought it would be. Is that where they are? Are they in, in Indiana. Indiana? Okay. Indiana, Ohio, it's close. Same difference as your yeah. life. You'll, you'll see him uh, December 3rd, I think. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I want to make sure that everybody knows about that. December 3rd at Artemis Overland Hardware in Springfield, Missouri. We're going to be doing a, a lot of good stuff. It's yep. going to be uh, rigs and coffee. We're going to have a Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, it'd be like open house for the new, for the new place up there. And it will be amazing. I really hope everybody can come out to that. I really want to see everybody there. Toys for tots. Toys for tots. Yep. Toys bring, for tots. An un, bring an unwrapped toy. Yeah. Bring an unwrapped toy and we will donate that to toys for tots, make a big donation. And hopefully the Marines will come pick that up while we're there. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Sunday got to spend some time at devil's den. It was a beautiful day. Uh, the wind was blowing a little bit. It was a little bit warm, but got to spend the day out there and uh, hiked a few trails out there. Got to see some of the overlooks that, that you have up in your neck of the woods. It was yeah. a beautiful, beautiful spot. Uh, there, look at there. There is the number one lady that lives in your house with you. Miss Bats Off-Road. Miss Bats Off-Road, thank you for being on here with us and supporting us in our little venture that where we like to talk to people. But... <laughs> That's what's going on with us. We've had some pretty busy schedules here lately. Tony has actually went back to work. I know, Arla, I'm sorry I wasn't able to come over. Uh, but in my defense, last time I was up there, I came over and somebody wouldn't let me in your house. So yeah. I just yeah. want to say that. Uh, you, so. you did. It, it's true. And and it, Sunday was hectic. I, I was trying to get Arla's rear end back together and, you know, so. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you <laughs> tore a rear end apart. You got to put it back together. Oh, we won't. Nope. Um, so anyway, uh, today, I don't know if anybody knows it, but there the polls are only going to be open for like another hour if you're in Arkansas. So if you haven't got out there and voted, get out there and vote. Use, uh, you know, use that because that is your, uh, uh, your, your, your right voice. as your a, voice. yeah. Your right. Your yep. voice. Have your voice. If you don't vote, you can't grow. So there you That's go. Right. But for about an hour, we're going to take your mind off that, and uh, hopefully we can uh, talk about some stuff that maybe would be relevant to you and to us as well. And we got a good show that we're going to talk about some really cool stuff coming up. But first, we're going to talk about our sponsor spotlights. It's now time for the sponsor spotlight, talking about all the products, services, events, and businesses that we use and love. Here we go. Yeah, so uh, this week is MC Ranch Overland and the original Fire Reflector. Yeah. MC Ranch Overland owned and started by Michael and Carolyn Offerhaus, hence the MNC, have created a business where uh, we all can build communities, share stories, embrace moments, and uh, make memories one campfire at a time. Now, the original Fire Reflector by MC Ranch Overland designed to enhance and improve on all the aspects of campfire and the outdoor cooking experience. Using the principles of a parabolic arc and the properties of aluminum, it reflects heat exponentially back to the user or users, keeping them warm and cozy. It also reflects light into your campsite, creating a bright, engaging, and warm glow. The strong and lightweight aluminum construction of the original Fire reflector weighs in at a mere 27 pounds. Neatly folded, the reflector stows away into its 1000 Cordura military grade carrying case, desert tan in color on the outside and reflective orange on the inside. Don't you have one of those like candy? I, I do. 
I sure do. I can show everybody. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got it like handy. There it is, right there. There it is. And it comes with a really cool patch on the outside of it too, as well, that you can remove via Velcro. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Bam. there it is. MCRanchOverland.com. Yeah, we got to put this thing to use at uh, Rendezvous. We sure did. Uh, the very first night at Rendezvous, it was real windy. It was really cold. We set up the propane fire pit and put the fire reflector around it, and it it reflected the light and kept the heat in that one little area. And uh, since I'm like skin and bones now, I was freezing to death, and yeah. it was just amazing. Yeah, it. it worked really good. And, and the, you know, it really reflected the light well, too, and helped light up camp there. I thought so, too. Um, and so another little thing that happened recently, I want to, uh, you know, give a congratulations to uh, um, Mike and Carolyn is uh, they finally got their U.S. patent uh, on this thing. So they, sure. they were really happy about that. It happened right before rendezvous. So. That's cool. Um, you know, I know, but I know they've been uh, trying to get that for several years now, and they finally yeah. were able to get that through. And I know a lot of the things that you see says patent pending. That's because it takes forever for that to actually come through, and for them to get that, that's a pretty big step. Yeah, yeah, big deal. Back and forth through the patent attorney, you know, several several times. It's so anyway. Congratulations to them. Yeah. We appreciate their support. Um, so. Everybody definitely cool. definitely so check them out uh mcranchoverland.com uh, they also have another tool that they have that just came out with uh to yep. carry firewood yep uh can't remember what's called that gummit i can't remember um it's similar in design uh out of the same fabric that the bag is but it, it opens up and you can carry put your wood in there and carry mm -hmm. back to the when you're gathering, you know, for your campsite and stuff. So yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Story they make really good, high quality materials. I was very impressed with the quality of it. Uh, it's, yeah. you know, it is kind of big, but it's kind of thin. So if you can stand stuff up and pack stuff next to it, it is really, really cool. And okay. um, yeah, I've used it several times with campfires and it's getting campfire weather. I know. So and definitely and we've got rain where we can actually have campfires now. They have taken away the fire bands. Finally, yes. uh, Arkansas is no longer in risk of burning down like California. So uh, we can actually have a campfire now. Uh, it's pretty amazing. So anyway, check them out. You may want to get one of these for your uh, for your rig. Who knows? That's right. Uh, we love ours. That's for sure. Well, last week we talked about the Overland extracurricular and we started about we started talking about different things that we like to do when we're overlanding and you know that's that's kind of what where we wanted to carry on again here because last week we talked about you know the national parks the state parks visiting different things going to grocery stores and getting local food and and stuff like that and this week we're going to carry that uh to a, a little bit different area that we'll talk about but we want to talk about what is outside your course uh, or career when you're involved in an activity what do you like to do uh, so when you're overlanding what do you like to do many of us know why overlanding gains so much attention and why we love to do it because we love the outdoors we love to camp we love spending time with people like-minded like we are like tony i love you tony I and uh, we love the gear oh my gosh do we ever love gear I have a garage full. I have two bedrooms full. I have a living room full uh, and a kitchen full and all that. So everything's got some kind of gear in it somehow. It's nonstop. It's really all, ridiculous. All the gear and having to re-gear and reload and re, depending on where we're going and who's going and how long we're going. It's yeah. I don't Most know. Of my I, gear I, has to do with cooking. It has yeah. to do with cooking because I like to eat and I like to cook and uh, that's it but i also like to get away from people so i will it's, it's funny how we spend so much money to live like homeless people but we have to do that in order to get away from people because that's kind of what we do but anyway that's what it. are the extracurricular activities you like to do and it seems like for me that this list grows every single year because Dude, as i've gotten 
you have, have. Added, you have added to it uh, with, your, with with the changes that you've made and your your you know your health and all that stuff. It's just opened the world up, uh, and I'm just amazed at everything that you've got going on right now. Well, I appreciate that. Um, you know, and and kind of my whole attitude on the whole deal is uh, I don't like you know I I you know I've lost some weight. I've got in there and I've started working out, but I kind of want to incorporate what I like to do in the outdoors with working out. So that's why, you know, I said this past weekend, I went hiking Saturday and went hiking Sunday. So instead of going to a gym where I'm sitting on a treadmill, looking at myself in the mirror, I'm actually out looking at fall colors, uh, seeing deer, animals, whatever other people, um, and just seeing what, you know, the parks have to offer. And it's, yeah. it's amazing, you know, yeah. because, a quick question kind of off script when you when you hike you you've got a chest pack that you carry right i do you do uh, i thought i had it in here but i don't have it in here i got a chest pack from switchback outdoor safety that looks a lot like that yeah switchback outdoor safety yeah dude this came <laughs> in the other day did it really yes it did i ordered one of these at rendezvous i'm so excited thank you aaron with switchback he got me a cool pack uh, set up. I'm still waiting on some other stuff to come in for it, but uh, yeah. yes. Um, anyway. I tell you what, that chest pack on my backpacking trip was priceless because really? when you carry everything, everything's on your back and it's yeah. real hard to get to. And you don't want to stop all the time. You have you know a set number of miles that you want to cover. And so I kept my snacks I kept my gun, I kept my phone, everything was right here. So anytime I wanted to take a picture, it was right there, take a picture, put it back. Anytime I wanted to snack, I had energy gummies, I had snack bars, I had everything stuffed down in there. So I, anytime I wanted something to eat, uh, if I wanted to shoot something, boom, there it was, you know, There's I was right that. there. Hey, Michael, what's up? How are you, buddy? Thanks, thanks for joining us here uh, on the show. And hey, uh, so anyway, the chest pack was amazing and i got mine uh a year or two ago at big iron overland rally and it just saved me because yeah i had gummies. <laughs> i had gummies and yeah. uh, anyway i voted no i voted no on issue four just i, I, I thought the same thing michael yeah. <laughs> I just didn't, I just didn't say they it. were energy gummies not weed gummies yeah not yeah weed. uh amy marler from uh lady was it lady on toyota's Is yeah house? yeah um yeah feral joe got him one uh, uh apparently as well so the chest pack so it, it was because of i didn't realize you had one from aaron but it was because you know misty and joe both have one and they were showing me theirs and so yeah. that's <laughs> that's whenever uh you know i went You're down such and a good to friend, Michael. i appreciate that yeah <laughs> um but yeah it was it was really and let me tell you i have found some things that i absolutely love they they're little waffles that they they have like um syrup on them but they're they're like uh energy waffles and they're little bitty they're like this big and they have like uh you know different flavors for them but you eat them and they're so sweet and they're so good and and they just give you energy and the gummies were good and stuff to put in my water. So I had all that just right there. And that chest pack was so freaking awesome. So everything was just right there. You don't have and it to balance me out too, because not everything was on my back. I had yeah, some on the front pull, too. So pull some of it front. Yeah. Out. But yeah. Awesome. But yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that was really good. And I absolutely love my chest pack. So that's cool. You will love that. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, you know, um, I used to like to just go out, set up camp, sit in my chair and stay there. And I actually still like to do that. I mean, we went out um, on the Buffalo River a few weeks ago. Yeah. There was like four of us parked there. And, um, you know, some of the guys were like, hey, what do you want to do today? You want to go out and hit some trails? And I'm like, I think I'm just going to stay right here in my chair. <laughs> you know, the Razorback game was on. You had figured out a way to put the Razorback game on. That's back when we were winning games. And, you know, we got to watch that. It seems like so yeah, long Michael's on here. Oklahoma State hadn't won a game in forever. So if you, <laughs> oh, no. if you want to start ribbing me on my gummies, I'll rib you on your team. But I'm my team uh -oh. too. So we're <laughs> uh, but, you know, just like, like to sit there. And that used to be what I like to do and just sit yeah. there 
take take my mind off things, get out there and enjoy the outdoors. And I still like to do that. It's the core of what I like to do. But there are so many other ways that I like to experience the outdoors. And I know a lot of people like to do that too. And um, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to dive off into that. But first, we're going to be reminded of who we are and where we are. We are watching and you're listening to Professor Bats and Friends. You're watching Professor Bats and Friends, sponsored by Artemis Overland Hardware, Timbo Tusk, Lifesaver Water Filters, Trail Rated Coffee, More Expo, Linson Solar, Big Iron Overland Rally, Tacform Mounts, Midland Radios, EcoFlow, MC Ranch Overland, Snowmaster Fridges, Mountain Hatch, Dow Dynamics Lighting, in a partnership with Natural State Overland, and always supporting our good friends at Oscar Mike and Blue Line Overland. Thank you for watching the show. Here we go. Go. Here we go. See, that's what I'm talking about. Oh man, uh, go Pokes, loser win. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, let me tell you, I've been a Razorback fan since I was born. Yep. Um, my granny refused to let me be born in Texas. She went down and got me. I got my mama when I was. She was two weeks before I was due. And wanted to make sure I was born in Arkansas because she hated Texas. Uh, she hated the Longhorns. And from that day, I've been a Razorback fan, and I know how to lose. So, you know, I can rib you about your team all day. Uh, Buddy. We have never been good. Uh, so, anyway. Buddy, I, I was just about in the same boat. I was about 30 minutes from being born in San Antonio. Oh. Mm. I mean, cool. that's a little, you know, a little drastic, but. Yeah. A little more than 30 minutes, but it was still pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Sitting around camp is a new passion we learned. Yes, um, yes. I, I agree with you. And, uh, you know, when we were there, it was good, especially when you got good people to sit around with, talk, learn. Yeah. You know, yeah. Scott was there. You know, I, Scott's got more stories than Carter had pills. I mean, I know he's it. got so much to say, so much to talk about, been through so much. And I love sitting around with people like that and just learning. But I have developed uh, a lot of new habits here lately that I want to talk about. Uh, I'll say habits, probably passions. Yeah. Be, uh, you know, probably a thing. And, you know, probably the one that I love the most right now would be hiking. Um, it is uh, Nathan Anderson, the photographer of Natural State, More Expo, and all of the above. Just got back from a trip with uh, Go Explore. Go Explore USA. Yeah, I saw all the pictures. Posted great pictures, Nathan. Yeah, uh, doing a fine job. But I absolutely have fell in love with hiking the past few months. Um, it's a great way to work out. It's a great way to stay in shape. Uh, plus, I get to see a whole bunch of stuff that I've never seen before. You know, and every every time I go to these places, like going to Devil's Den on Sunday, I've lived in Arkansas my whole life. I've never seen that before, and so. To live in a state for 50 years and see things that are new all the time, it's really amazing. A couple of years ago, we got the waterfall book from Tim Ernst, and we started doing the waterfalls. And, you know, I, I started to say, I've lived here my whole life. I didn't know these were here. And so absolutely love those. Um, recently, I've done uh, Arkansas Spring. Okay. Yeah. Tim Hurst book. I've got the Waterfalls book. That's one I was going for. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, Tim Hurst is a great, great author. If you want to know some things about it. he knows pretty much every single square inch of Arkansas. So if you uh, want to know some things about Arkansas, just look up Tim Ernst. He is on Amazon. Uh, you can get his books from there. Or timernst.com, I believe. Yeah. Um, but I've recently fell in love with uh, going to the state parks all over again. I did the Rim Trail at Mount Nebo, which you go there on a, on a clear day, you can see forever. It is yeah. such a beautiful, such a beautiful place. Easy hike, a lot of cool places to see. Cadron Summit Park is right in my backyard, about two minutes from my house. Been there a lot. Petty Jeans, right down the road, 20 minutes from my house. Got hikes all over it. Um, just a beautiful beautiful place um but i am i am goal oriented um yeah. so you know if you give me something where i can check off a list or you know say that i have done so much or something and i i have found this app it's called all trails all trails is let me take this banner off so you can see it um all trails is has hiking trails biking trails 
uh, all throughout the United States and maybe even all over the world. But it will tell you a trail that is near to you. It will track you, tell you. And I was really glad I had this on my backpacking trip because we got off trail one time and it kind of my my watch kind of buzzed a little bit. He's, they said, I think you're going the wrong way. And I was glad that it told me that because I did not want to do anything further than what I had to on that 20 mile trip. But, um, but what, what's cool about this app is, is that it will track you by month, by day. It'll tell you how much that you've done. And so I looked at it the other day and since September the 1st, I have actually hiked 56 miles. And so that's, pretty cool to me. You know, it tells me how many calories I burn, the altitude that I've changed, gave me statistics on all that. Um, you can go in there and, and upload pictures and it saves it for you. And it's just a really, really neat play, neat thing to have. I um, mean, it don't use your battery like I thought it would. So it's a lot like on X in the vehicle where it will tell you, you can pull it up and it'll tell you all the trails that are near to you mountain biking trails, hiking trails, all that stuff. So it's really, really cool. Out. Nice. But I love it. Um, now, I have a lot of, let's see, all trails is legit. They love it. So experience in Arkansas loves it. Uh, Butterfield Trail at Devil's Den. That's a nice hike. Uh, Gen Xers, I appreciate you bringing that up. Butterfield Trail is, I think, 14 miles. You actually have to have a permit to go do it. Um, it is uh, one of the few places up there where you can uh, backpack in and overnight. Uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty cool place. Uh, and I plan to do that. But, yeah, I kind of have to have more than one day. Uh, Joe says, I use all trails hiking all the time. Save my butt on Mount Shivano in Colorado on my first 14er. Uh, wow. I will let you know when you're off trail. Uh, some of these trails are marked good. Some of them are not. So it's a really good, really good tool to have. Huh. Um, now there's so many uh if you were to ask so what's your dream trail and it, joe uh i know you do a lot of hiking uh gen xers as well um if y'all have it like a dream dream trail you want to go on tell me where you want to go and nathan's on here too well uh, i can i can tell you what joe's dream trail is he's been he's been trying to get me to go uh, for a couple of weeks now oh yeah i don't I, right off the top of my head i don't remember the name of it but I, it's a it's a trail in Arizona. It might actually be called the Arizona Trail or something, hmm. but it's like 800 miles. Oh, goodness. I, it's, I, it's It just blows my mind why anybody would take <laughs> off and want to do a trail. <laughs> but uh, yeah, There's I mean, some pretty long yeah, ones out there. You yeah, know, uh, it's like two months to do or something. And I'm yeah. like, no, no. That's Sorry, Joe, I'm out. Ways. I mean, I'm, I'm in shape for it. I just don't have that much vacation time, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, look at there. You got it Arizona right. Trail. Arizona yeah. Trail. Yeah. I, I was betting that was going to be what, you know, what his choice would be. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, uh, if I have some time next summer in July, uh, if I have some time next summer, I'm going to the Tetons because there's, um, I'm, I'm going out to the Tetons uh, in Wyoming. Um and spend some time out there. So Joe says the Arizona Trail culminates in a rim to rim of the Grand Canyon. So that's pretty stinking cool. And I can't imagine the views that right. you would have doing that. Um, so that's that's pretty amazing. Uh, I can't even can't even fathom what that would look like. Um, Jenny Lake Trail in Grand Teton National Park. Um, there was one that we went by that I looked up in Minnesota when I was up there. Kawisha Way Falls. Uh, the Highline Trail and Glacier National Park. Um, but, you know, I have been up, I've been looking up doing some hiking in Europe and seeing what it would cost to go over there for seven days and do uh, some Sweden, uh, the Mount Blanc in France, Italy and Switzerland, or maybe even Machu Picchu, uh, which is something I've always wanted to do. Um, so there are some really cool resources out there that I have found that will help you find some trail, some uh, trails if you want to do this. Earth Trekkers is one. Uh, look up Earth Trekkers. Earth Trekkers will tell you the top hikes in the world to put on your bucket list. So huh. they will. Uh, it lists like the top trails in the world. And then if you look at OutsideOnline.com, it will tell you the best hikes in each state. 
So you can look up if you're going to a state, it will tell you the best hikes in each state, which is pretty cool. So I have looked up both, got them printed off, and now I've got my checklist that I can do. So you got that that goal-oriented anyway, checklist. Good resource. Now one of the one of the things that you like to do when we uh, when we go out is let's see, Joe says my favorite hike was hiking Mount Olympus in Greece in 2019. Wow, you're probably the only person I know that's ever done that. So that's right. pretty stinking cool. I'll have to put that on my list. Now, one of the things you like to do, Tony, that you have done several times when we have been uh, out camping is fish. Yeah. Um, yeah tell me, um, tell me about your fishing. You have a really interesting fish setup sometimes. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I, there's a funny story that I wanted to uh, share with you on uh, Joe's comment here about the uh, the the catfish hole at camp. Yeah. So <laughs> after rendezvous, I was camping with uh, Joe and his son and Kelly. Um, uh, we were we were on the road that uh, Car Wash Falls is on. What's the name of that river? That's the uh, Little Piney. Little Big Piney. Piney. Yeah. Big Piney. Big, Big Piney. Piney. Yeah. So it's it's the spot up up there that everybody camps on. It's you know a well known spot. It, it's one of the few at that time that had decent amount of water in it well we were there fishing and uh joe's uh, joe's son was asking me if i thought there was any catfish in this river and i said no i don't think so i mean i, I i'm used to seeing things you know like you know little bass and perch and stuff like that and i, mm -hmm. I said i don't think so and we'd been fishing off and on all day and hadn't caught anything and I'll be darned if, if like five minutes later, he pulls up the only fish that was caught. He pulls up a catfish <laughs> out of that river. Well, it, anyway, I've never it, seen one there. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, it just blew my mind. I and have pulled up at that spot before time. and seen fish down below because, you know, it's got that bank that you pull up on that you can see down into the water. And I pulled up there one time and there was like, 20 smallmouth just swimming yeah. around down in there, yeah. you know, and yeah, it's a great, great spot. Yeah. So what I would keep in the truck all the time is this guy right here. Yeah. Does that have a name? Steinhauser. So it's, yeah, it's not from here. Oh, it's telescoping. I love it's the telescoping, telescoping fishing rod. Yeah. Love so, the telescope. you know, it packs up, you know, goes, uh, goes in, you know, small, small spot and everything like that. Yeah. stores away pretty easy. Yeah. So that one, that one is easy to get to. I keep it in the deck system in that little cubby in the back and it's right. I just hop out, you know, even if I'm not camping, if I just pull over somewhere, I can hop out and grab that, but I always keep the fly rod too. Oh yeah. Yeah. White river. Got you. White, white, river, white river fly rod. White, white river fly rod. They, they, live in the truck yeah i'm not a i'm not big on trout but uh you know i'm not a fan of the the taste you know but mm -hmm. I, I like all the other stuff you know catching them's fun catching though yeah catching stuff. catching them's fun yeah um i also have a couple rod and reel combos uh one i just got off of amazon it's a it's a chinese i think it's saguya lang telescoping uh rod and reel i don't yeah. have it with me it's out there in my fj it lives out there um, and then for my fly rod, I got this deal right here. This is yeah. made by Rare, R-E-Y-R. Um, and it's a telescoping uh, fly rod, and the line goes through the rod, and everything is ready to go. It takes me about 20 seconds to get this thing set up. And, oh, and it, wow. And it, and it weighs less than, I think it weighs like 13 ounces. It's so light. Um, now they are very expensive, but, um, when we went out to, yeah, anything, anything fly rod is going to be expensive. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But I have, and I, and I tell you, I let the guy who taught me how to fly fish, which was Scott, Scott, yeah. I let him throw it and get out there. And he actually was pretty impressed with it. So if he's impressed with it, uh, it's, it's pretty good, but R E Y R gear is uh, what it is uh, and it goes from 18 inches i believe all the way up to 10 foot so it's uh it's a pretty neat deal and i absolutely love it it's 
super cool. Love. Is it, um, is it your Snoopy pole? <laughs> yeah, just about, just about. Fairy wand, fairy wands. You see, you call fly rods fairy wands. Okay, I, I see that because you just wave them back and forth like that. Yeah. Turn you into a newt or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I love. I mean, you just get out there with those with those little rods, maybe a fanny pack or some little you know lure or whatever, and you're good to go. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, there was one time we I took you to that place. Of course, we didn't catch anything the last time we were there because there wasn't any water. But I mean, I went up on the on the Mulberry river and camped right there. And I caught like 20, uh, just standing out there in the middle of the river. It was so much fun. Bruiser would not leave me alone. He wanted to help. Uh, and it was just not uh, a good time. He, I told, I told him he was not allowed to go fishing with dad again. Uh, but anyway, it was, it was a fun time. So fishing is a, is a fun thing. And, and you know, most everybody likes to do that. You know, you've done it with your parents or your papa or whatever. You know, I grew up, my papa taught me how to fish. He took me fishing all the time. And every time I go, I think of him. So it's yeah. it's just one of those things that I just love to do. So best best, uh, best way to honor those memories and uh, maintain those connections uh, is to keep doing the things. You know, I grew up camping, uh, just about always involved fishing. So, yeah, yeah, me too. Same here. Um. Now the new thing that I've got into is biking. Now yeah. I'm I mountain biked several years ago when I was doing college ministry. There was a couple of us about two two afternoons a week we would go down to um oh what's it called down there uh Camp Robinson had some of the best mountain bike trails. And I it's, it's really kind of hard to get onto the base now, but uh, they had some of the best mountain biking trails. And I absolutely had the best time of my life doing that down there. And I've recently got back into that and absolutely love it. Um, now, mountain biking has blown up in Arkansas, especially up there where you live. Yeah. And I looked it up today. I looked it up today. Northwest Arkansas has deemed itself to be the mountain biking capital of the world. And yesterday or I didn't even know. sunday uh went up to a place called crystal bridges in bentonville yeah and looked at the trails on the maps and how extensive they were and okay if i don't know if you were to guess how many miles of mountain biking trails there are up in northwest arkansas now this is top tier so it's not just regular mountain biking trails these are top tier well-maintained mountain biking trails in north just in northwest arkansas so uh bentonville springdale fayetteville that little area right there more than 250 miles oh my gosh of mountain biking trails and so, so when so when i looked at this map i was just blown away it went all the, almost all the way to missouri it was crazy yeah. So does do they do they group the the paved trail that runs through town from like no that's square? not in there that's, that's not, not part in of there because mm -mm. that's like twenty six miles by itself this is just single track dirt mountain biking trails wow yeah unbelievable now one of the things I've always wanted to do and this is this is going to be on my bucket list and I know that there's four different places in Colorado that do this but during the summer when all the snow melts you can actually take your bike get on the gondolas at the ski resorts and they will take you to the top and they actually have single track mountain biking trails you don't even have to pedal you just go all the way down and some of them I was talking to Chris from uh, trail rated coffee and he said there's some of them it takes you almost an hour to get down to the bottom and you never have to pedal that sounds wow. so stinking fun. I want to do that so bad. So you just I could get you on put your bike on the gondola, take it up, get off, go down the trails, and they have them marked just like they do the ski slope. So they have the black, the blues, the whites, whatever. And you just pretty much coast all the way down and huh. you just get back on and ride back to the top and do it again. That sounds freaking amazing. I want to that do that. That would be pretty cool, yeah. I want to do that. I want to do that so bad. Uh, Gen Xer says Walmart has invested millions in the mountain biking trails in Arkansas. I'm sure they have. Um, Hobbs State Park has mountain biking trails also in Weddington, and those are not included. 
that I that I think that I know of. I don't know if they're included in the 250 miles. I have been to Hobbs State Park one time um, to do a. They have a. They have one of the nicest uh, visitor centers, and they have the best T-shirts. I bought like four T-shirts when I was there. Really nice. I'd never been there before. Hobbs State Park, pretty cool. And that's up there where you where you live. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joseph, that would be awesome. I would love to go out there and do that, where they just get on there with your bike, take you to the top, you get off, you ride to the bottom, get it back on, take it to the top. I mean, there wouldn't be much of a workout in, but still the fun would be right. so cool. Timothy Beck, what's up? Hey, hey man. Thanks for, thanks for watching. Yeah, thanks for watching. Um, now, there's something totally new that's out there that I had no idea. So Chris from trail ready coffee started talking to me about this new thing called backpacking just and my mind. what he has he has introduced me to a whole new world that i didn't know was out there this is it's called backpacking you can look it up backpacking.com has a whole website dedicated they have trails that are listed all over the united states it's overlanding on a freaking bicycle are you kidding me and he it just he hooked me right off the bat. I, I mean, it was knew. hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, I didn't and know it existed. That's didn't crazy. Didn't know it existed. So I started looking up some of these pictures of these bikes that have been outfitted. Um, you know, and this bike here has pack on the front, pack on the back, a little pack on the top, and then a pack through the frame. Um, and on this bike, they carry everything. They carry their clothes. <laughs> uh, they carry their tent. They carry their food, what they cook with. And these people travel hundreds of miles, some of them thousands of miles on these bicycles and live off of it. It's where's so the, stinking cool. Where's the I roof mean, rack and the rooftop tent? Uh, you know, I was, I, kidding with, I was kidding with uh, Chris and said, man, I, I need to find me a little bicycle trailer. I can put me a rooftop tent on. <laughs> and uh, I said, I said, you watch. Somebody's going to come out with it because it's 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 just there. Somebody's going right. to do it. It's going to be cool. But uh, here I am starting something new. And little you did I know, full. little did I know on bikepacking.com, there there's a series of three trails in Arkansas that they have on their website that's over 120 miles. And I didn't even know it was there. Didn't even know it was there. And so here I have something in my own backyard that I have not experienced, but I have started a whole new build. You know, I yeah. built out my FJ, I built my out my adventure bike, and now I'm building out a bicycle for bikepacking. A, a bicycle. A bicycle. <laughs> oh my goodness! I actually uh, put the rear rack on it right before the show started, so I'm hooked, hook, line, and sinker. I mean, he got me. So when's your first good. trip? What's your first trip? I don't know. Uh, my schedule's so full, I really don't have a clue. <laughs> when I'm going to be able to do this, but, uh, I have, fortunately, I have been able to rig up on my FJ, a way to carry bikes. Uh, I had to put an extension on my, <laughs> to get past my dual swing out and my, and my spare tire and all that. I had to put an extension on my receiver and mm -hmm. then I put a bicycle, uh, carrier on there. So it sticks out like 19 feet out behind my, FJ, but by gosh, it works. And I can put three bikes on there and carry them everywhere I go. So I can uh, put my bikes on there. This and, vehicle uh, makes wide right turns. Yeah. On those sides. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm also, I've also got two bicycle uh, mounts that I got from Rhino Rack that I'm going to put on the roof. So here's my plan. Here's my plan. Uh oh. And we haven't talked about this yet, but. Uh -oh. Get ready for this at More Expo because in the Rhino Rack booth, I'm going to have my FJ there. The tent's going to be popped up and set up with a kayak and two bicycles on it. Nuh uh. Yeah. That's going to blow your mind. Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty excited about that. I got my kayak, a kayak rack up there, but I've got to get a new set of bars for the tent because my kayak has 
racks have to be spaced out, but the bicycle racks have to be closer together. So I've got to add a whole nother bar in the center to be able to put my bicycles on there. But when I get it set up, I'm going to be able to have everything I need with my, with my kayak and my bicycles on there, everything I need to be able to do anything I want, wherever I go. How cool is that? That would be cool. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more here in just a minute. So yeah. Experience in Arkansas says, saw a guy doing this on Hawksbill Craig Trail last year, miles of nasty gravel road on skinny bike tires, gluttons punishment. Yeah. Now I haven't got into the there's the bikepacking is is uh, is a little bit different different from the gravel biking. Uh, you know, and I just found all this out because I've done so much research on it in the last month. Um, but there's gravel biking, backpacking, mountain biking, and road biking. So you can do pretty much any of it that you want. Now, road biking is not really my thing. I have a road bike, but I don't like staying bent over all the time and, and you know, wearing those unitards and all that other stuff that you have to wear when you when you do those, you know, and all the sponsors and look NASCAR all over. Yeah. Um, you know, th- those are kind of fun. That's not really my thing, though, because uh, if I do that a lot, I'm going to eventually get hit by a car. I, that's what uh, so, that's be my concern yeah so I, i'd just soon get off in the woods and yeah. get hit by a jeep you know yeah so i don't want to get hit by a car i'd rather get hit by a jeep yeah you'll survive getting hit by a jeep because it won't be going fast <laughs> enough <laughs> but uh gravel biking has been around a long time they do a lot of gravel bike races um i can't tell you how many times i've been on the roads in the washita national forest and you know i meet a guy or girl on a bicycle and it looks like a road bike, a 10 speed bike, but it has bigger, fatter gravel tires on it. And it, it doesn't look comfortable at all. But hey, to each their own. And a lot of people do it. So it must be something to it. Right. I don't know. But I love riding bicycles, been riding a bicycle. You know, almost everybody rides a bicycle. Uh, you know, I, everybody can just about go back to that time when they took the training wheels off dad reached back and pushed him as hard as he could see how far you could go before you fell over and skint your knee um, but pretty much everybody's rode a bicycle before so um, it's something that you can maybe go back to and uh you know get some exercise be healthy whatever yeah uh, but i love it i love it now one thing that's uh that's a little bit different that i want to talk about uh because we are talking about doing some things overlanding while you're overlanding now i know i know that you're into this and uh i'm into this pretty heavy in different ways but do you collect souvenirs on your trips yeah okay well, yeah. like yeah. are you do you collect certain things or what do, what do you do well i mean uh we we typically stick to you know we do the patches and the stickers and patches. you know t-shirts stuff like that uh some random novelty stuff sometimes it kind of maybe is unique uh but uh usually it's just t-shirts patches i would hate like to know the amount of money i've spent on patches and stickers. yeah i mean that would just I really don't think I'd be able to sleep tonight if I knew no. the amount of money because I could no. probably bought a brand new, you know, yeah, I, runner or something. I don't like have that. probably a fourth of the patches you do, and I, I'd hate to even guess how much you. I am. Do. I'm just waiting for my headliner to come crashing down on my head one day while we're doing a trail. I mean, it's just gonna come down. I know it is because my headliner has to weigh at least 700 pounds with the patches that are up there. Well, um, we just have to drill drill straight through the top and put a bolt in a big. Yeah, bolt that's what we need to do. A couple yeah, of those. go straight through the tent, through the rack, through yeah. the roof. And then yeah. those 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 big patches that you can get from Mason, you can yeah. use that to cover up the bolt heads on the inside. Yeah, those. Uh, <laughs> I did a little <laughs> video on that. If you've never seen it, it's pretty funny. But those <laughs> those patches that Mason has for autism. Yeah. are almost as big as like a motorcycle club center patch on the yeah. back. I mean, they're humongous. And uh, so anyway, but by the way, if anybody has any experience putting patches decently on a headliner, please get with Mason because he is the most horrible at it I've ever seen in my life. Uh, really? Just, it's, it's like he just he stands back and just throws them and wherever they land, they land. It's horrible. Oh, I no. Can't, my OCD, I can't even look at it. I haven't seen it. 
Can't I haven't seen it, so I'll have awful. to. Absolutely awful. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, now, so I, do, it, I, I do collect the stamps. So I started that this year. You kind of got me right. started on that when I go to places. Sorry. But other other than that, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I, I do collect the state park stamps, national park stamps. Love doing that. That's such fun. Um, now, when I started doing motorcycle trips years ago, we were collecting. I had a T-shirt from every Harley Davidson dealership. Oh, you got your National Forest Adventure book. Look at there. That came in. So yeah, yeah. Another thank you for that. Excellent. No problem. <laughs> um, but I do love those. I love those books. Uh, memories that you can pass down from generation to generation. So that's that's pretty cool. But you know, years ago, before I started overlanding in a vehicle, I was pretty much overlanding on a motorcycle. Um, yeah. And I'd pull a trailer behind my Harley. We'd camp anywhere and everywhere. And we would, I had a t-shirt from every Harley Davidson dealership in the friggin' known world. I mean, I, I had, but you know, you end up with 800,000 t-shirts that you, if you wore one a day, you couldn't wear them all in three years. Yeah. And so I, we started doing shot glasses and now I've got shot glasses all over, but they just take up a lot of room. And I, and I'm like, why are you doing this? You know, you just, you don't even look at them. They like get dust all over them. And anyway, so uh, I, I started doing journals and knives. I've got knives from different countries. I've got purses from different countries. I've got a thing that says, welcome to Ghana, you know, on it. I've got, uh, I've got some jewelry that's made out of volcanic ash from Italy. I mean, I've got all kinds of stuff. R random novelty stuff. Random. Yeah. All of it is just yeah. total random. Yeah. You know, you get sand from the beach. Um, you bring back shells and they end up start smelling like butt and making your house smell stink. Oh, dude. Don't bring don't bring hermit crabs back. And don't bring hermit crabs. They stink. They don't. Oh, they're horrible. If they die in their cage, you better get them out quick. Oh, they stink. Tell me. Ask me how I know. <laughs> but I, I tell you, in my old age. The thing that I collect the most now, food. Food? Food. Yeah. I love getting local food. In fact, we were talking before the show uh, over uh, Thanksgiving week. I'm going to New Mexico. It's been a couple years since I've stopped there. And I have been out of green chilies. I want fresh roasted green chilies. <laughs> you better have some or I won't be angry. It's a chicharrones. Uh, There's a shortage. No, there's not. You better shut your mouth. Uh, I love, and we talked about this last week. Uh, one of my favorite things in the whole world is hole in the wall local grocery stores. They have stuff there, and I I could spend all day there. I just yeah. absolutely I would drive twelve hours to Santa Fe just to go through a local grocery store. And I, let me tell you, I have researched it, and there's four that I'm going to <laughs> that are there. Local Hispanic grocery stores are are. Uh, New Mexican grocery stores. I don't know what they are, but they've got all this cool stuff. People have wrote all these things. Oh, you can get stuff here that you can't get anywhere. And I'm like, I'm there. I'm there. I love it. Love it. I want to go back to that one uh, up there where Porker lives. Jackson's. Jackson's. That's Jackson's it. Meat yeah. Shop. Yeah. Uh, yellow eyed peas. Um, we got cast some iron. Cast iron right there in the front. You know, I have a little, uh, Looks like a yard sale right there. In the yeah, yeah. We bought steaks that were on clearance. We got some ramps that you can't get from anywhere except there. It was amazing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm probably going to skip the ramps next time, but <laughs> I've tried them. I've tried them. They're, they're well, good. you know, there's something to say about everywhere you go, you have a fridge freezer everywhere you yeah. go. So we yeah. were actually able to buy, I think I spent $120 on steaks. Yeah, because they had a whole bunch of them that were on clearance and they had them less than half price. And we were getting ready for our big trip that summer. And I'm like, I'm stocking up because I'll eat steak every night. I don't care. And yeah, uh, you just man, crank that Snowmaster so fridge down and I turn that Snowmaster down to 15 degrees and hauled them all the way home. And yeah. uh, that's, you know, I plan to do that in New Mexico, too. So if I find stuff out there that I want to bring home, I'll turn that freezer down and I'll bring it home. I don't care. Bring home a truckload of chicharrones, huh? No, you dad going right. Dad <laughs> right. Chicharrones. If if you're out there listening and you have not had chicharrones, you have not lived. I That's promise. right. Whew, deep fried pork belly. I mean, who would not want to eat that? God, right. I swear. With with spicy bean dip. 
Yeah. <laughs> now there's a difference. There's a difference between chicharrones and pork rinds. Okay. They're not the same. No. They're not the same. They're not? Chicharrones are they're thick and they're chewy. So it tastes like bacon. So it's chewy like bacon, deep fried with a crust on the outside. Okay. Oh. Pork rinds are just the skin. Just the Chicharrones skin. Chicharrones are the meat. Oh. So totally, completely different. Totally and completely different. So when you go to the store, when you go down to the local five and dime or the stop and rob, and you, you see a little package of pork rinds that says chicharrones on it, that's bull crap. That's not that's, cheese bars. Mm-mm. They're no, fakers. They're misleading you. I promise. <laughs> uh, you, need go, you need to go to the New Mexico Beef Jerky Company in Albuquerque and order five pounds of chicharrones and bring them home because they are freaking awesome. Mm. Freaking awesome. Now, in, in your collection of things, if it's not food, uh, of course, I still have to watch out the food because I only have so much freezer space. But the problem that I have is I don't want to end up with a whole bunch of stuff. Um, you know, of course, I use it to decorate my home with, but I don't want a whole bunch of stuff. And, you know, in five years, I'm going to retire. I'm probably going to move from here and maybe go on the road full time. I don't know. And I don't want to have to get a, you know, place to pack all my stuff. Or, or give it away or whatever. So I, I try to do my collecting in in moderation uh, a little bit. So I don't want to just build up whole bunch of stuff. That's why I actually have went to food because you eat it and it's gone. That way you go back and get some more. Yeah. And eat it and it's gone. You it's can collect like some, cycle. some other, some other yeah, thing. It's a cycle. I love it. But in, in, in doing this, in doing all the things that we've talked about, so we've talked about fishing, we've talked about mountain biking, we've talked about road biking, gravel biking, bikepacking, all this other stuff. We talked about hiking. You need to be able to consider your setup. Are you able to carry all the gear that you need to enjoy the things you've talked about? Do you have a way to carry mountain bikes? Do you have a way to carry any kind of bicycle? Or do you have room for a backpack? Do you keep one ready to go, like a day pack? I always keep a day pack ready to go. That's got, you know, everything I need in there. It's got a snack, water, uh, first aid kit, different things like that. Um, and a change of clothes because I always sweat. But um, I always keep one of those ready, packed, ready to go. And I make sure that I have room for it. And when you are building your rig, are you considering these things when you build your rig? Are you considering, oh, I'm just going to go there and I'm going to stop and I'm going to cook or I'm just going to sit back in my chair and have a good time? Or am I going to want to mountain bike? Am I going to want to, uh, you know, uh, go on a hike or, or kayak or whatever? Am I going to have a way to carry all these things? Do you have a way to pack your fishing poles, your backpacks or whatever? Um, now, are you able to utilize your receiver hitch? Some people can, some people can't. Um, uh, can you put a rack on your rooftop tent? So that is, that's some of the things you need to consider. You know, you have an eye camper, yeah. which does not have a rack on it. I have right. a 230 Kabard, which does have a rack on it. And that was really the, one of the th- reasons why I wanted my tent over something else, because I wanted to be able to put stuff on top of it. And so I was, you know, trying to plan for the future, thinking I may want to carry a kayak. I may want to carry bicycles. I may want to carry you know, something else. I may want to put uh, some solar panels up there. You know, uh, it's it's not the ideal setup, but it's the perfect setup for me. Yeah. And so, or do you have a trailer where you can carry some of these things? Now, on your trailer, you have a hard shell tent that has a rack on top of it. So you would able you would be able to carry some things. Now, you have some solar panels up there. You'd have to rearrange a little bit, but you do yeah. have the capacity to do that. Yeah. Yeah. If I made some changes, I could, I could probably, um, I could probably add a couple of crossbars mm-hmm. and, and still, still somewhat utilize, uh, the solar panels, but just add stuff over them in transportation and, and possibly still have the solar panels for when we get to where we're going and right. unload the, the gear, you know, so. Well, but, you know, when, and, and you and I both have compact vehicles. They're not large vehicles. Mm-hmm. And so we have to consider our room. And so we have to be able to utilize all the space that we have inside and outside. So if you don't have a trailer, you need to think about that. If you do have a trailer, you can utilize that. But if you want to do all these things 
when you go out, make sure that you make room or you plan for that in your build so that you can make room for backpacks or something right. in your receiver hitch to carry bicycles or some way to carry your kayak. Um, so consider that uh, with the size of your vehicle. Uh, that's something that you definitely want to, to do because most of us, we love to travel. That's why we overland. That's why we get outside. That's why we go outdoors. And in the outdoors, we want to experience the peace of being where most people don't ever get to go. And that's one of the things that that has really hit home with me with the mountain biking and the hiking here lately because I, I'm going where I've never been. I've lived in this state for 50 years and I'm still stepping in new places every single week that I've never been before. And so that really hit home with me about experiencing a place fully instead of just bypassing. You, you know, you talked about my post today about traveling through states and just, you know, like Kansas being one of those states you just want to get through because there's nothing there. But when you get off the beaten path, you see that every state has something offer and you know i experienced that in kansas this year and that was that was really eye-opening to me so being able to get off the beaten path and slow down and being able to enjoy something fully is really what hit home with me um, lately yeah 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 but you know we have the equipment we have the rigs the vehicles the gear that are capable of putting us off grid but do not miss out on some of the cool things you know, if you have to walk a mile to see it, do it. Um, if you have to, you know, get out of your car and, and walk a little bit, that's fine. Do it. It'll be good for you. Um, sometimes that requires a little investigating, a little digging, researching before you go. Um, I'm big on that. Uh, I'm big on that. Um, I'm going to Santa Fe in a week and a half, and I have researched to the nth degree everything that's around Santa Fe that's in Santa Fe and going to the national parks and seeing the cliff dwellings. And, um, I agree, Joe, Oklahoma is a great state that gets overlooked. Um, you know, the thing that Oklahoma is best known for tornadoes, you know? Um, <laughs> so, you know, when you think about, when you think about going through Oklahoma, you're watching the weather, you're looking at the sky. And every time I go through Amarillo, I see one of the best storms I've ever seen in my life. But there are so many cool things out there. And there's people that have done amazing overlanding routes out there. Yeah. And I would love to take my adventure bike out there and do some of that. Uh, it's, it's a really cool place. But, you know, experience everything you can while you're out and about. Take it all in and do your best. Live your best life. So... That's what we're talking about. Taking advantage of where we're at. That's good advice. Yeah, you betcha. Man, next week, we're going to talk about water. Kayaking. Paddleboarding. Water skiing. I don't know. We'll talk about some stuff. <laughs> that, I'm looking forward to it. You know, that'll be uh, something uh, I, I love to kayak. And... Yeah. Since I started the Gladiator build, I don't, I haven't really addressed how I'm going to carry the kayak. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be uh, something, you know, food for thought to think about for next week. Definitely. Definitely. It always is. You know, this show is just as much a lesson for me as it is for anybody else out there. Um, because uh, this is, this is pretty much me just speaking to myself, you know, getting out there and enjoying life to the fullest. And you know, when I, when I talk about stepping in new places, when I've lived here for 50 years, you know, I'm still, people have lived here longer than me who have never seen the places that, that we're seeing and going yeah. to, you know, and that's whole, the whole part of, of overlanding and why I tell people, I want to take my daughters to Colorado and have them go over engineers pass and, and, and all that, because if they don't go with me more than likely, they'll never see it. Yeah. Um, because if you don't get off that, highway if you don't take that dirt road if you don't see what's beyond there then there's so many places that you'll just miss you'll just drive right by and never know that they were there and i've experienced that with with hiking as well so you know it's just one way of just getting out there and exploring you know right that's it's right it's just a little part of it well hey i really enjoyed it tony 
this yeah, was man. fun. This is fun. Um, you know, as always, I love visiting with you and I love everybody joining in and and giving us uh, their feedback, comments. And, Lots of great you know, feedback tonight. I appreciate that Absolutely. from everybody. I'm glad we had the comments. We weren't able to have comments last week. It's uh, it, our, it was good to have Michael on, you know, yeah. commenting stuff. So yeah, really good, good to have Michael. Well, I appreciate everybody being here. This was, as always, uh, a great time. I almost had to work tonight. It got canceled right at the last minute and so excited that it did. So anyway, while you're out there, take advantage of all the different ways that you can get out there and explore. Whatever you like, whatever your build, make sure you take that into consideration. On behalf of Tony and myself, I hope you have a wonderful week. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. As always, Professor Bass and Friends coming to you live. Have a great week. Look out you for too, everyone. Buddy. And See you Join us next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Boom. Hey, professor and friends, 2022. Woo woo. Thank you for watching. It's your professor and bats with friends. Yeah. Professor and bats and friends. And the professor and bats and friends. Professor bats and friends. Do I need butter? Need some. Professor and bats and friends.